0: Log Talk Radio.
1: Good evening, everyone. This is Marty Oakley of the PPJ Gazette Online. This is the TS Radio Network. Um, we have a special broadcast for you this evening. John Lacron joins us again. And, of course, at the top of everybody's mind these days are these COVID vaccinations. Um, someone had said to me, well, at least with Trump, he wouldn't, wasn't going to force vaccinations. Didn't have to. Uh, see, you got played there. He doesn't have to force vaccination. Nobody does. They get this thing rolling on this digital currency. If you don't have that vaccine with that digital tattoo, the nanoparticles and gel in it, that's spreading throughout your body like a virus, you're not going to be able to move or do anything. You won't be able to go to work, go to the movies, buy groceries, nothing. You'll simply be cut off, so you'll run and get your vaccine. Unfortunately, there's nothing in that vaccine that would indicate that it is a vaccine. Um, Not that I have any faith in vaccines. But it does contain plastic. I'd like to know why. It's very toxic to the human body. Why would you make vaccines? Both Moderna and Pfizer contain plastic. For what purpose? Why? Why would you put that in there? As this thing has rolled on and a bunch of sheeple ran out to get their vaccine so they would be safe, uh, we hear reports that 55 people died after receiving COVID vaccines. It was reported on the Epoch Times. Uh pharmaceutical executives are uh, res- resigning. And then 23 people died in Norway after receiving Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. That has now jumped to 59. And then uh, the New York Post reported 13 deaths linked to Pfizer vaccine jabs. We see nothing alarming, says Norwegian drugs regulator. Really? We had a doctor come on CNN who said that we should not be alarmed. If elderly people start dying behind this vaccine, most of them are in nursing homes anyway, and they're at the end of life. So, you know, if they croak from the vaccine, what's, what's your problem? I, this is a culling. This is not even a kill shot. It's a cull shot. We are a waste population if we are over 60 years old. Some people insist that it's 50. We are no longer able to be extorted for the most part for taxes. So the government sees no value in us, that and the fact that we're here to collect our Social Security that we invested in for 50-plus years. Of course, they've blown and squandered all that money on something else. And then we have the medical industry bilking Medicare out of 30 to $60 billion, that's with a B, every year in false charges, surgeries that weren't necessary, treatments that they never gave. They, they do it day and night, and occasionally we prosecute somebody but not very often, and everybody else walks away. Now, with this vaccine thing, a vaccine normally takes anywhere from three to ten years to develop. Somehow they developed the COVID vaccine in eight months. Warp speed. It has not been tested on the elderly. Why would you be giving it to them? And... What I see this as, I see this as you stand up and willfully take this shot or it's forced on you in a nursing home and or a hospital because you're just in, in much danger in hospitals now. If you're an elderly person, you stand just as much chance of leaving there in a body bag as you do in a nursing home. The the addition, in addition to the vaccine, the isolation We already know what isolation does, particularly to the elderly. It causes a withering not only of the spirit, but of the body. People wither and die from being isolated. What are we doing to suppose COVID patients? Isolating them, isolating so they die alone quickly. And we've seen them do all kinds of insane things to these people the ventilators. Oh, we had to have ventilators. Oh, if they just had more ventilators, we could save. And it turns out that 94% of the people who got put on ventilators died. But, of course, the doctor and hospital made 38500 every time they turned one on. And so they quit kind of doing the ventilator thing. So we went to something called proning. Now, you really have to be obtuse, really ignorant to buy into this one. The lungs, if you have lungs that are compromised, the thing that we do is to elevate the upper part of the body, not all the way up, but elevate it so the head is higher than the chest. This allows the free movement of the rib cage up and down with the lungs, and it is a great reducer on stress on the lungs when there's an infection. What were we doing in these COVID wards? If people weren't dying fast enough, one doctor said, so we started proning Proning means we laid them face down, compromising their lungs and smothering them to death. Isn't this wonderful? And everybody stood up and cheered and said, oh, that's great. But that wasn't your mom or dad or your grandma or grandpa, was it? We've got to get a grip here. Uh, I think people have become scared they need to be. Whatever this is that's in this jab they want to give us has nothing to do with preventing a non-existent virus. They still have not identified any virus. Now, there's two reasons for that, possible reasons. Number one, there is no virus, which I suspect is probably the case. Or number two, if you identified it, there would be chemical markers and it would tell you exactly which lab it came from. And right now we're blaming Wuhan, but there's close ties to Harvard University and Dr. Frodsky, as they call him now. Um, But there has been nothing produced. So I want you to ask yourself this question. If you cannot produce verifiable evidence, scientific evidence that a virus exists, how can you possibly say that variant strains have been found? You said you couldn't identify any virus. How could you possibly identify a variant strain of something you said you couldn't find? Is this making sense to anybody out there? Because it sure as hell doesn't make sense to me. I just, um, we're looking at what's happening with these face masks. People are wearing them, they're getting infections in their gums, they're getting infection in their throats, their sinuses from these masks, infections in the lungs, and now It seems that the wearing of these masks, the reduction in oxygen, the increase in carbon dioxide is causing some weird form of cancer to show up in the lungs. So put your mask on, dummy. Put your mask on. Why you would think wearing a mask would protect you or anyone else from anything is beyond me. You are making yourself sick. But you go ahead and put your mask on, dummy. Go ahead. Tonight, John, and I know you're all waiting for him, is going to be talking about vaccines, what your rights are, how to protect yourself, what your legal position should be, try to force you to take a vaccine. I'll be very
0: interested in this myself.
1: John, welcome to the show, and have at it, bud.
0: Well, good evening, Marty, and I'd like to say that this is going to be a fun show, and it's not. Let me make one thing abundantly clear. Nothing I say tonight is taken lightly. Nothing I say tonight is flippant. Nothing I speak of this evening is something to be treated as casual conversation. This is the most serious situation I've seen in my lifetime. And remember, darling, I'm a Desert Storm veteran. So if I put it above that, you know I think it's serious. It's above and beyond anything It's everything that we've been told is coming, and they're bringing it. I'm going to try to break this thing down from three different angles. One of them is obviously going to be what your rights are. The second thing is why it's being done. And the third thing is going to be simply you, each one of you, each one of you are going to have to make a unique decision. And I'm not going to tell you it's going to be easy. On the contrary, I'm going to tell you it's going to be the hardest decision you're ever going to have to make. And trust me when I say that, folks. You better take it to heart. This conversation that we're going to have tonight might get me a visit from some people from three-letter agencies. So, again, do not take what I speak lightly. But I'm going to try to explain a little bit about what you need to know. First of all, we're going to talk about a couple of court cases that took place back in 1905. Okay. Had an incident there, Jacobson versus Massachusetts. Uh, So 197 U.S. 11 from 1905. That was a United States Supreme Court case in which the court upheld the authority of states to enforce compulsory vaccination law. The court's decision articulated the view that individual liberty is not absolute and is subject to the police power of the state. Background, Massachusetts. um, I'm reading from Wikipedia, by the way, folks. Massachusetts was one of only 11 states that had compulsory vaccination laws. Massachusetts law empowered the Board of Health of individual cities and towns to enforce mandatory free vaccinations for adults over the age of 21, if the municipality determined it was necessary for the public health or safety of the community. Adults who refused were subject to a $5 monetary fine. In 1902, faced with an outbreak of smallpox, the Board of Health of the city of Cambridge, Massachusetts, adopted a regulation ordering the vaccination or revaccinations of all its inhabitants. And remember, folks, the word inhabitant has a very specific legal meaning. Cambridge Pastor Henning Jacobson had lived through an era of mandatory vaccinations back in his original home of Sweden. Although the efforts to eradicate smallpox were successful in Sweden, Jacobson's childhood vaccination had gone badly, leaving him with a lifelong horror of the practice. Jacobson refused vaccination, saying that he and his son had had bad reactions to earlier vaccinations as children and that Jacobson himself had been caused great and extreme suffering for a long period by a disease produced by vaccination. Jacobson believed that his family may have some sort of hereditary condition that made the smallpox vaccine particularly dangerous. Because of his refusal to get vaccinated, Jacobson was prosecuted and fined $5, which would be about $148 in 2019 And over the next three years, until his case reached the Supreme Court of the United States, Jacobson argued that subjecting him to a final imprisonment for neglecting or refusing vaccination was an invasion of his liberty. The law was unreasonable. Arbitrary and oppressive, huh, isn't that familiar? And that one should not be subject to the law if he or she objects to vaccination, no matter the reason. Justice John Marshall Harlan delivered the decision for a 7 2 majority that the Massachusetts law did not violate the 14th Amendment. The court held that in every well-ordered society charged with the duty of conserving the safety of its members, the right of the individual in respect of his liberty may at times under the pressure of great dangers be subject to such restraint to be enforced by reasonable regulations as the safety of the general public may demand and that real liberty for all could not exist under the operation of a principle which recognizes the right of each individual person to use his own liberty whether in respect of his person or his property regardless of the injury that may be done to others. Let me say that again, regardless of the injury that may be done to others. Let me make something abundantly clear, folks. If you've been listening to me talk here on Marty's show, you've heard me say it again and again and again. You are a 14th Amendment corporate debt slave. You have no rights whatsoever. This opinion that you may have, that you have constitutional rights, even though you have not had anything to do with any constitution, that is some, simply a corporate doctorate, that's all it is. It's a corporate charter. has nothing to do with it. You didn't sign it. You didn't consent to it. You didn't vote on it. You're just one of its victims. You've been press ganged into a corporation to serve the corporation, and as I've explained abundantly, clear, what is a trust? That's exactly what a corporation is. It's nothing more than a trust. And it's there for the benefit of trust owners. Guess what, folks? You're not the trust owners. You may be a beneficiary from the trust, which is the argument that they use when they contract with you, even though you don't realize you're being contracted with. But the flip side of that coin is you aren't the owner. Therefore, you have zero rights. And for all of you folks out there that want to go out and say, well, at least I have my rights as a citizen. Okay, citizen is code for slave. I've said that before as well. You folks need to wake up to that dirty little truth. Well, what about my civil rights? Oh, those are worse than constitutional rights. I'm here to tell you. When you do not know your history and you do not comprehend the nature of the system that got built post-war of northern aggression... You don't comprehend that the corporation went bankrupt, the corporation was reestablished, and there was things that were taking place that never got finished. Long story short, the original 13th Amendment, Title of Nobility Act, went away. It was replaced with the new 13th Amendment and the new 14th Amendment, and slavery, ladies and gentlemen, was not done away with. It was legalized. They just didn't call it slavery because, you know, that would be immoral, right? And I would add that compelled performance is the equivalent of slavery, antient. But, you know, if you consent to it, well, obviously you're not a slave because you consented to it. It doesn't matter that you're consenting only because of threat and duress, at least from the perspective of the crime syndicate, but again, that's beside the point. Folks, there's been more than enough stuff circulating now. You've seen videos or if you haven't been paying attention, there are videos out there now of people that have taken this new quote-unquote injection, okay? It is not a vaccine in any sense of the word, and for those of you that have been following Molly for any period of time, she's talked extensively about vaccines. They sit there and they're injecting poisons in you, they're injecting uh, dead body DNA into you and God knows what else, and we don't even want to go there from my perspective. Because what they've done, busy making a science experiment out of you, that's the truth of the matter. But this latest version of a science experiment goes so far above and beyond anything in the past because it does something very different. It's not just the fact that they injected poisons into you and your body has to react to it, but they're injecting something that's changing you from the inside out. Your own body is going to sit there and start fighting itself. You think the problem starts and ends here in the next few months after an injection? The dead bodies are going to start stacking up, but it's not here at the beginning, although we're seeing some of that. No, it's going to be six months from now, a year from now, two years from now. Because like I said, your body is going to be attacking itself. This, ladies and gentlemen, is a war crime. This is warfare in every sense of the word. Now, if you've been paying attention to history at all, you know that this thing we call government, Latin for mind control, of course, doesn't matter if you look through history, you'll find something that's consistent. Agents of this thing called government do criminal activities against their own people on a regular basis. A lot of times it's mass murder. They have an actual word for it. They created a word. It's called democide. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the intention. Too many people have woken up and have been spreading the truth about what's really going on. While I'm more astute than most researchers, trust me when I say this. I've been teaching far more people than you can comprehend, which means every time I get another quote-unquote clone, somebody who has now... ...discovered what I know and can now pass that message on, it's an exponential problem for the crime syndicate because now it's not just a few people that know the truth. It's an awful lot. And with this growth, the censorship has risen directly corresponding to it. Now, a few days ago, me and several of my whistleblowing-type friends were basically put on lockdown on Facebook literally put on lockdown we can't comment in any of the forums that we're generally a part of any of the groups we can barely get away with talking amongst even our friends our posts are deleted you know anything that goes against the narrative is immediately flagged and you get somebody strike put in facebook jail or worse I've seen several of my friends say, I've had enough, I'm quitting Facebook, and they have left. Censorship, ladies and gentlemen, is the next step. But the reason for the censorship should be pathetically obvious. They don't want us talking about what's going on. And this lockdown they've done on us is designed for one purpose only, to keep us quiet while this next dictator in charge gets put in place. And I'm here to tell you, well, man, if it hasn't been cheated, then it has been uh, Trump. Don't get me started on that. I don't want to hear it. Because if you sit there and you look at Trump's speeches, he said I was going to do the same damn thing. Bare me your crying tears. I'm not interested. When I call this entity a crime syndicate and its agents criminals, I don't take it lightly. I am acutely aware of the words that I speak and acutely aware of their activities. If you or me were to do one of the things that criminals with costumes, badges, and guns or criminals with black robes or bar cards do, or criminals up in Washington, the district of criminals or in the state legislatures, if we were to do one of the things that these people do on a very daily basis, we would go to jail for a long time. Two or three things, we'd go to jail for life. These people commit felonies on a minute-by-minute basis. Keep sharing information. I did a video again of my uh, audio that I think I did one time here on the show a lot of years ago. 134 crimes of government agents. Uh-huh. And I wasn't even trying to come up with all of them. 134 was a good stopping point. I think I came up with about 100 of them, and I got some friends involved in a matter of three or four hours. We had 134 felonies committed regularly by agents of government. And we sat back and we accepted this. We said, "Okay, well, it's government. We expect this. When you have this thing called a government overreach, And that's all it ever does. You cannot stop it at a certain point. It gets to the point of the point of no return. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we've already crossed that Rubicon. It's already there. They have locked down the country. There are soldiers prepositioned around the world, not just in America, but around the world. And they are going to make sure that this injection gets out. I think in some areas it's going to be a lot more difficult for the syndicate than in others. The more conservative a state, the better a chance you have of avoiding it for an extended period of time. But if you're sitting there convinced that you're going to be okay and you live in a very liberalized state, I wish you well. But I wouldn't hold my breath. But that's not to say that the conservative states are safe because they're not. This is a joint venture between all parties. They must reduce the population of this country and of the world because they have a brand new world planned and they don't need you in it. You're just a useless eater in their world. You're just an annoyance. All you good order followers out there, uh uh-huh, they got something for you too. They don't care about you either. That's why they treat you like a dog and you carry dog tags on you. That's the brutal truth of the matter. This is about control, ladies and gentlemen. Tyranny is always about control. And they have no compulsion to withhold the tyranny that they're capable of. Criminals like exercising force. They love power. You've heard me say it again and again. Power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. And this is again why people fear the presidency of the corporation known as the United States. Because whoever's sitting at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue in that little round section of the building, Oval Office, well, they think he's the one in charge. Newsflash, he's a puppet, and that includes all you Trumpsters who think that Trump wasn't a puppet. I promise you he was. Where we're going from here? Exponential growth of tyranny, exponential growth of dead body stacking. What do you think all of those damn plastic containers were put we talked about them, what, what was it 15 years ago what do you think they were put strategically in several locations around the country you think they are just casually hanging around and spending all these millions upon millions of dollars for them just for something to spend money on are you really that naive think all those hollow point bullets that they've been buying all those years ago for a war? I'm here to tell you hollow points are not permitted in the laws of war. Not that these people follow the laws of war anyway. They've been nuking the entire world for the last 25 years. Doesn't have to be a nuclear explosion like Hiroshima or Nagasaki. They just have to send it out the barrel of a cannon of a gun. All of a sudden, you've got young people and old people and everybody in between the Genetics damaged or destroyed because of all the radiation they're surrounded by. That was us, ladies and gentlemen. We did that. Depleted uranium poisoning, folks. So coincidental that depleted uranium poisoning and desert storm sickness seem to have the exact same characteristics right along the same lines of what Marty was talking about a minute ago. The flu characteristics versus COVID-19. Hmm, I wonder why that is. This is the problem. This is where we're at. I'm not here to put a smile on your face or give you hope. Because truth of the matter, I don't see anybody stopping this. Not without a bloody war that... I don't want to see happen, I've been trying to fight it for years now. I explain in great detail and conquer, it works every single time. Never in my lifetime have I seen people more ready to start shooting at each other. On the streets of my America, my America, not the crime syndicates, mine yours. Do you think they care about you at all while they terrorize you, exploit you, steal from you, plunder you, enslave you? The problem we have is a problem that has not come out of nowhere. It is a problem most of us have known for a lot of years and some of us have known for our entire lives. Society that has been built could not have been built if it hadn't been for our consent to the tyranny. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? We built this monster, and now this monster is hungry, and it has every intention of eating. And you, ladies and gentlemen, are the dinner. Operation Warp Speed is in full effect. They will be continuing to push it hard. Current occupant of the White House is getting replaced in two days. Guess who is going to be performing, I love this, at the inauguration of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris? You've got to love this. There's no such thing as coincidence, folks. They're telling you everything that you ever wanted to know. They tell you in advance. They tell you in advance what's coming because they have to get you to consent. The band that will be playing at the Joe Biden inauguration with Kamala Harris beside him, and by the way, you've heard me say it, Joe Biden will not be president for very long. This election has always been about a Kamala Harris. You've heard me state it for the record on this show multiple times, even before the election started. Who's doing it? Who's playing their little instruments there? The new radicals. The new radicals. There's what you need to know, folks. This is the system that they're putting in. Now, do radicals sound like nice people that are coming in with pleasant thoughts? Yes, I know it's a rock band from the 1990s. Uh, I think it's just a one-hit-wonder type band. But do you really think that they just casually say, hey, let's go pick this group over here, or that group over there? I told you, folks, everything that you need to know. I discuss things like gematria, And I know most of you think that's bullshit, and that's fine. It's your right to. I don't care. But when we sit there and we make a correct call again and again and again and again, including in sports games, before the season starts, who's going to finish the season, maybe you ought to think about some of what we're talking about might have some validity and truth to it. Maybe. Maybe. You are being mocked, you are being insulted, you are being laughed at, and your corporate owners are having a field day at your expense. That's where the situation is, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't say it was going to be pleasant. On the contrary, you should be scared, more scared than you've ever been. And I'm not here to sell fear porn. That's not what I'm doing. I'm trying to get across to you the severity of the problem. Because it is a severe, severe problem. I don't know what to tell you. Other than you need to look at some of the things that are going on behind the scenes. In so doing, you also need to be paying attention to what the world is going to be offering you here in the very near future. You've heard me say it again and again and again. This is a dystopian society, and it's only just started. It's not something that's going to be going away in six months or a year. See, that's the problem. Everybody keeps hoping that this injection they're going to get is going to bring things back to normal. I've been telling Marty and you folks since April and May, nothing is ever going to be normal. Never going to go back to quote-unquote normal. 2019 is so far ancient history, it's not funny. 2020, the proverbial perfect vision, is going to look like the really good old days in the next year. This is a multi-faceted, multi-pronged attack against people. That, ladies and gentlemen, means you. They put you in a position where you're going to have to defend yourself. Fact, you are going to have to make a decision whether you're going to consent or you're going to fight. They've got everything going for them. They've got their armies, navies, air force, marines, all those people. Karen's running around, happy to whistle blow on all those people. That oh, sounds like a radical over there. You think this is about patriots? No, most patriots are still puppets of the system. Mm-hmm. Didn't care whether it was Democrat, I call them Democrats, or Republicans, we call them rebloedicans. War, ladies and gentlemen, is nothing to be happy about. It is blood, sweat, tears, and a large amount of dead bodies a lot of suffering and a lot of pain it is coming to a head ladies and gentlemen the festering is full there isn't anything else to talk about because in the end that's what we've got we have to appraise the situation and we have to do it honestly and with integrity But I'm telling you, it's not pretty. But that doesn't mean that it's not a good thing to take into consideration because you have no choice but to do it. So now let's have a little conversation here. I do apologize for all the background noise. I've got people coming in and out. War crime is an act that constitutes a serious violation of the laws of war that give rise to individual criminal responsibility. Example of crimes include international killing civilians or prisoners, torturing, gee, doesn't that sound familiar, destroying civilian property, taking hostages, performing a perfidy. The word perfidy is an interesting word. In the context of war, perfidy is a form of deception in which one side promises to act in good faith. With the intention of breaking that promise once an unsuspecting enemy is exposed. perfidy, constitutes a breach of the laws of war, and so is a war crime, as it degrades the protections. Okay, think about it this way. They're telling you it'll all go back to normal if you take that injection. There's your perfidy, ladies and gentlemen. Raping, using child soldiers, pillaging, Claim that no quarter will be given, and basically violating the principles of distinction, proportionality, and military necessity. They've declared war on the civilian population of this country, ladies and gentlemen. That's the truth. This is a blatant declaration of war. I have discussed again and again and again. All roads lead to Rome. America is the final and the glorious one to win. And I'm here to tell you it's already been captured. It's been captured your entire life. It was captured before your great-grandparents were born. That's the truth of the matter. Washington, the District of Criminals, has its origins from the Roman Catholic Church. Rome on the Platonic, what used to be called, Mhm, I've explained all three city states, the Vatican as your problem child, City of London, that's your economic powerhouse, that is the legal powerhouse, and of course washington d c that will be the military powerhouse. the three city states that rule over the world, and it is time to clean house. It's not a coincidence that there are only Jews and Catholics at the Supreme, quote-unquote, court. Not a coincidence, folks. And you can all believe, if you want to, that all those strange symbols that are running all over Washington, D.C. are just some interesting artwork. Uh Uh-huh. You are being told everything that you need to know But you want to sit there and put your head in the sand and pretend that it's just not the case. Well, folks, if you want somebody to tell you that it's going to be okay, you're listening to the wrong show. You want to hear that all government loves you. You aren't going to get it from Marty and you damn sure aren't going to get it from me. We have a major crisis on our hands. And this crisis doesn't go away without a bunch of people getting arrested and prosecuted for their multitude of war crimes. And do you think they're just going to sit there and let somebody march on in there and just put them under arrest? And for all you people that think that show on the 6th of uh, January was a (coughs) – I don't even know what to say about that. I've made it abundantly clear days before it happened, the night before it happened. Don't go anywhere near that city-state. They have an agenda. There will be a false flag event tomorrow, and you want nothing to do with it. See, again, a mistaken belief that Washington, D.C., 10 square miles, has something to do with America. It doesn't. I can't make it any clearer than that. It has zero to do with America other than their tentacles come from there, all over, like grease, filth, dirt. It impacts each and every one of us and all the world around us because the tentacles go across this planet. The military-industrial complex profits, the Vatican bankers profit, we get pillaged as bad as these other countries and in some cases worse. Why? Why? thing called karma ladies and gentlemen that plays a role we deserve what we get i've made it abundantly clear to all of you people voting for your slave masters you get the government you deserve well i hope you enjoy because i'm here to tell you they are using that government for everything that you say that you're opposed to and i don't want to hear about well i running for the other guy I don't care. The lesser of two evils is still a dictator. Keep believing this. You are being led like lambs to the slaughter, war crimes. So let's talk about the Nuremberg trials. Well, those were some of the interesting things that took place. Well, the Nuremberg trials were held between 20 November 1945 and 1 October 1946, and a lot of really great stuff came out of the Nuremberg trials to include mentioning who helped to finance the Nazis, and that would of course again be your Vatican bankers, but we don't want to talk about any of that, and we don't want to talk about the fact that uh, you know New Yorkers went on over to Russia during the Russian Revolution, they're the ones that started all that mess, and again financed by New York bankers and the Vatican bankers, but You know, keep on believing that these are just people that got a little bit pissed off and said, you know what, today we're gonna have a revolution. No, uh uh. All revolutions are pre planned, just like this one. Barry Satoro, aka Barack Hussein Obama told us exactly who the president of the United States would be. Not once, he did it twice. He told everybody in the room Donald Trump will be president fact, the inauguration of Trump, while they knew they were being videoed, walking right by the camera, recording, knowing it was hearing it, he told Biden, this will be you soon. Biden replied with, yep. But you don't believe that it's not all scripted. Keep on believing that your vote counts. They tell you your vote doesn't count. They've made it abundantly clear it doesn't count. Because even if your vote did count, you're still not an elector. All they're doing is polling you. Opinion. Who would you rather have boss you around? And sometimes they'll choose who you like, and sometimes they'll say, you know what, kiss off. We've got different plans for you. When they want to make changes outside the country, they choose a Republican, Republican. And I would use, I'd call Trump an ex- <laughs> quite a stretch to be a Republican. And by the way, there's no difference between the two political parties. But anyway, they pretend he is. And the Democrats. They put in a Democrat when they want to make changes inside the country. Well, isn't what, what just happened. Didn't we see a whole boatload of changes under Trump outside of the country? And now here we are. Joe Biden in a couple days, and all kinds of plans for inside the country, at least as long as he's still alive, until they replace him with Kamala Harris. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the picture isn't pretty. The Nuremberg trials determined certain things. Criminal activity would not be tolerated. One of the things that came out of the Nuremberg trial was the issue of doing medical experiments on people. Well, guess what? If they didn't get the consent of the victim, which they, of course, didn't, they considered that a war crime. Now I'm going to get into some hot water here. If it's a war crime back in 1946, I promise you it's still a war crime in 2021. So if you get goons showing up at your front door saying you will do this, You are well within your right to start killing people. Let me say that again because I'm probably going to get a knock on the door now. If somebody threatens your life, you kill them. You want hardcore? You can't get more hardcore than that. And that's coming straight from a guy who knows how to use a gun. This isn't a pretty picture, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't want to see it in the country that I love. I don't want to see dead bodies stacked left, right, and center. I don't want to see any violence at all. I despise it. War is evil in every sense of the word. But does that mean you have to die because of your principles? I think you all know me better than that. The problem is we have become so passive, and again, not by accident, that fluoride in the water, well, the first people to use fluoride in the water, that was the Nazis. They did it in the prison camps. It kept people passive. Gee, shocker. We talked about 5G. Same thing. The exact same thing. They've told you there was an X-Files episode 20-some years ago. Told you they would be able to control your mind through technology. Trust me, ladies and gentlemen, they're going to be able to do it. And do I think that there's some stuff out there that can do good things for people in the form of an injection? Let's just say they've had a lot of years to run a bunch of experiments. I think they do have the technology out there that will extend life and heal people. But the problem is, you aren't part of the in crowd. They're using it to kill you. Make sure that they get rid of all those useless eaters. Democide, genocide, targeting you, changing you. We talked about the facts that they showed it to you in the uh, transition from 2020 to 2021. The quote-unquote needle and all the beautiful works of art that were sitting there showing the injection into the DNA and the changing of the critter into a butterfly. That was symbolic for you folks. You're the proverbial butterfly. You're the science experiment. You want peace? I'm going to tell you how to get your peace without a war. You better get together with other people. And when they start going door to door forcing this crap, you put them under arrest. You do not let them use that product. On the contrary, you destroy it. Now, what did Trump say? Trump said it, not Biden. He was going to use the military to distribute it. Guess why? You all better think about these things, and you better think about them real hard. I don't want for this country what they're intending to do to it. I haven't liked what they've been doing to this country my entire life. You've heard me say it again and again and again. I've been following this conspiracy since I was six. That's 45 years of being awake. Seeing everything that the criminals told us they were going to bring about come to pass. Not psychic. Don't have the ability to read tea leaves. I don't sit here and look in a crystal ball. I just look at what they say they're going to do and then watch them as they do it. And when I hear Bill Gates look at you and say, okay, vaccines are a wonderful way to eliminate people from this planet. I'm paraphrasing, but he said it. In that other interview he did when he looked at a significant other and he says, I think this one's bad. Wait till the next one is. (laughs) They thought it was funny. These people are lunatics. They are psychopaths in every sense of the word. You are living in a dystopian hell that you helped to build. And yes, even I helped to build it even as I fought it every single step of the way. I have put it in their face. I have charged the governor of Michigan with felonies. I have done it all. But here's the thing. The writing on the wall says they have the power, and we tremble in fear because of it. Power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. The beast is out of the cage. The New World Order is alive and well. The quote-unquote four horsemen of the apocalypse are on full blown-out run. They have to reduce the population We've talked extensively about the Georgia Guidestones. Think that's somebody's impersonation of what they think might perhaps possibly come to pass. They didn't put it in one language. They pulled it in a multitude of languages. So no matter who showed up there, you could read what it said. That's not a coincidence. It's not an accident. It's a contract offer. And we accepted it. You're accepting a new contract offer. In a couple days, you're going to have a new contract. And it's going to be shoved down your throat whether you want it or not. Now, I've told you before, a legitimate contract has four elements. Full disclosure, something they will never give you. A meeting of the minds, psychopaths don't think logically, so there is no meeting of any minds. Mutual consideration, both parties get something out of the deal, not hardly. Any the autographs or signatures of contracting parties, again, they're not going to give their autograph. You'll give yours under threat and duress. You'll give your consent because they'll threaten you otherwise. We told you in no uncertain terms that those FEMA camps were not built for foreigners. They were built for you and me. I've told you in no uncertain terms I will not be able to be rehabilitated. The crime syndicate knows it. All the three-letter agencies listening to this conversation know it. And you people know it because I know what's going on. And I don't tolerate tyranny at all. The New World Order is everything that you have thought of as a nightmare. It's every horror movie you've ever watched, exponentially taken out to a brand new level. Do I have hope? Not as long as the sheep stay asleep. Not as long as people sit there running to get this injection. Even as everybody is telling them don't be stupid and don't do it. One of the marketing ploys these people have been using. Oh, we don't have enough, so come get it. While it come find it quickly. Get it before we run out. Best sales tool and the trick in the book. I'm a salesman, I know. That's the truth. Tell people that you're running out of product and by golly, they'll be there to buy it as fast as it comes out. They've done it to us twice now. You participated in it this last year, ladies and gentlemen. It was the late 70s or early 80s it got done to you and then it was done again to you in 2020. They told you all, we don't have toilet paper. So what did you all do? ran out and bought toilet paper. Y'all think you're just going to the bathroom again on a more, you know, regular level than you have been for the last, you know, however long you've been around the world? Walking on this planet? Come on now. They give you a perception and you fall for the lie. Well, they're giving you a real perception of the world based on their lies. And the problem is most people are falling for it. Propaganda is an art form, ladies and gentlemen, and these people are beyond masters at it. They've had centuries of study of quote-unquote human nature. And for those of you that don't know, I hate the word human, human, hue of man, color of man, monster, thing. Well, guess what? Things don't have rights things don't have rights. Your property. Your channel property. You're on a tax farm. Therefore, they can do whatever they want with you. They will exploit you, and they will inject you. I've explained that Bill Gates has a multitude of different patents out there that he's profiting very nicely from right now. Corporations, Heck, the CDC, that's a vaccine company. World Health Organization, don't get me started. Highly profitable. Additionally, they don't have any threat against them because guess what? The government has given these places immunity and these people immunity. Well, that only works to a certain degree. See, America's not the first country that Bill Gates has murdered people in. Nope. There's been a lot of countries that he's done his population control agenda on. And his stuff, his vaccines, have done a horrendous amount of damage, murdered a lot of people, and made a whole lot more people in a position where they cannot bear young people. That's not an accident. That's not a coincidence. And you know what's happened in some of those countries They killed the doctors and the nurses that were pushing the injections into people. And you know what? Those people were well within their rights to do just that. This is democide on a global scale. Country was sold out long before you even showed up on this planet. This is an agenda that goes back centuries if not millennia. And I don't care if you think it's aliens, I don't care if you think it's, uh, you know, the Jews, Jesuits, whatever. In the end, it doesn't change the fact that it's a very obvious agenda. And it should scare the hell out of you. But to make matters worse, you look around at the young people especially the ones under, say, age 10, they're being permanently scarred by this crap. They're being conditioned to accept gospel of the thing they call government. And we're going to sit back and just permit the complete takeover of everything that we believe in and permit them to abuse us, to use us, and to murder us so that they don't have to pay out those proverbial payments that they're needing to do. See, that's why this global economic reset is taking place this year. Social insecurity, I've talked about that here on the show before. It's a giant pyramid scheme. It's done. The dollar is finished. It's done. Toro, a.k.a. Barack Hussein Obama, gave away the plates, gave away the technology, and gave away the paper. They've been producing $100 bills all over the planet since. Debasement of the currency, ladies and gentlemen. You think it's a coincidence that you're going to the store spending a lot more than you used to on groceries and getting a lot less? It's an agenda. See, when people die of hunger, when people commit, how shall I put it? When people decide that they're going to self-terminate all because of the propaganda, those are war crimes too. Because these people wouldn't have done that. They wouldn't have given up hope. And I'm not here to tell you, all of you to give up hope. Not even remotely. Because honestly, hope is the only thing I got. But I can tell you this, it's not going to be a cakewalk for the next couple of years. It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be pleasant. It's only going to be what they create and how we react. It's always been about problem reaction solution. They create the problem, we react to it, they offer their solution, which is obviously more control. And people consent to it. This dialectic process, it works all the time. I'd love to see a different world. I'd love to see a world where nobody was scared, where everybody was happy, where everybody was well fed. Everybody had a place to stay. Electricity was flowing and it was cheaper, non-existent for cost. All of these things are very real, the technology's there. And this planet, oh my goodness, this planet can provide seven plus billion people plus far, far more than that with everything they could ever possibly need. But what did they do to us? They're profiting at our expense, whether it's the military industrial complex, whether it's the corporations masquerading as government, it doesn't matter. It's always about control. And here's a dirty little secret, folks, I'm going to let out on the show tonight. Dividing Conquer Strategy works so well. One of the things that they did is they targeted men and women. The feminist movement, I've talked about it before. That was a Rockefeller plan because only half the population was being taxed. And mommy being at home with babies was good for the country. But mommy being told that, hey, you need to go to work too. You need to make extra money. Well, now the state had access to not only mommy's money to taxation, but now they had access to the babies as well. And here's something else you need to think about. Why did they drive a wedge between men and women divorce a big thing now and it has been and because it's easy. The divide and conquer worked. Now you have to have two households instead of one. Married women don't spend money like single women do. There's a shocker. I want you to think about something else and you've heard me talk about economics here on this show all the time. When you're single, you're on the market, when you're married or in a relationship, you are off the market when you've been in a couple of relationships and you are considered to be goods if you come back on the marketplace. Are you seeing a pattern here? You should be. It's always the same. All wars are bankers' wars. Everything that's being done to us is for profit in one form or another. Slavery is highly profitable. But it stopped being profitable when government was providing too much to the slaves. So how do you solve that problem? It's not a problem at all. Eliminate the problem. Eliminate the slaves. Marty told you folks that all these older folks that are being killed off in these old folks' homes and in these hospitals, that's an agenda. It's a real one. And she was talking about the amount of money for somebody that was uh, being fed uh, air through a hose. Well, I saw a story that was a nurse talking about that. She watched these people kill a young man using that. She looked at the chart and said, listen, what the doctor just did is going to kill that young man. Yeah, so? He wasn't an old man. He wasn't old at all. I think they said he was in his early 30s. Because it's not about you. Never has been. It is all about the quote-unquote money, one eye. We had better prioritize life right now because right now the syndicate is prioritizing death, despair, misery, pain, and suffering. When you're talking about somebody getting an injection and all of a sudden they cannot control their actions, their whole body shakes and shudders, well, think about that. Isn't that a form of torture? It looks like torture to me. Is that acceptable to you? Are you okay with people being killed at, right after these injections they kill over dead? Is that all right with you? Are you fine with that? I think pretty hard about that. I know I'm not. Marty and I have been fighting this thing from the get-go. We've been putting it out there so that you know the truth. And while that truth isn't pleasant to hear, at least you're getting it from someone. I'm tired of the war. I'm tired of the corruption. I'm tired of the downright evil. And I love the definition of evil that I stumbled across. Lack of compassion, definition of evil. You look around at the lack of compassion. I watched a video here a few days ago. It was about seven or ten minutes millionaire was going to attend a function, and it's not a cheap function. I can't remember. It was one of the big ones there out in L.A. Big, big money to get into it. And he had two tickets, and he was alone. He says, you know what? I'm going to find somebody to take with me. You know how he went out and got somebody to go with him? He set up his cameras, and he sat down. Put a bunch of dirt on himself, looked like a bum. Wrote up a nice little sign. It says, "I don't need money. I just want to talk to somebody." And in the cameras, recorded all those people as they walked by him, completely ignoring him. Not a single one even said hello. Passion. And to answer your question, he went to the show alone that night. You folks better wake up. When I go on the radio and do shows like this, I put my life at risk. I put my family's life at risk. You think I do it for entertainment's sake? You think this is entertainment? You look at your host right now, Marty. Spectacular, spectacular woman. Been fighting the syndicate all the way to and yet here we are having this conversation because we haven't been successful in reaching all the people that need to be reached. Censorship, ignorance, whatever the case might be, lack of care, concern. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again, folks. You folks better appreciate Marty Oakley. You better appreciate her. There are very, very few talk shows of her high caliber. And I'm telling you right now, she's very special. Don't you dare take her for granted. Find a few extra dollars and send them to her. She deserves it. She takes money out of her pocket to do this radio show. There is no excuse for that. None. Why does she do it? Because she gives a damn. Why do I do this? Because I give a damn. And yeah, I swear, Ben, I get excited about this stuff because I get pissed off by it. And y'all better be getting pissed off too. What's that old saying? You better be pissed off and pissed on? I talk brutally and straightforward because that's the way I've always been. I'm not going to change just because of fear. They use trauma based mind control on each one of us. The only way to get past that is to be stronger than the syndicate mentally, physically, emotionally. Here's what the crime syndicate doesn't want you to know, folks. Still have the power. You still have The power. They fear an awake public. They fear people catching on too quick what's going on and staying and standing together in one loud, resounding voice. A two-letter word. No. The word "no," backed up with a backbone and the will to stand against tyranny. stops an awful lot of it. Doesn't eliminate it, but it can sure slow it down and put it in check. You have every right to put together grand juries. You have every right to bring criminal claims against these people. You have every right to protect yourself and your families. Psychopaths don't have consciences, folks. And the average IQ of an order follower out there, less than a hundred. Critical thinking is required. You don't have the luxury to remain ignorant anymore. You don't have the ability to sit back on your laurels and watch TV. Everything I do is strategic comments I make the videos I make the radio shows I do are designed to reach as many people as I possibly can before the crime syndicate makes make sure that I don't say another word I will not be dying of old age I'm convinced of that when we roll over they win to start rolling over. Marty, if you want to take it for a minute or two.
1: Sure. Uh, you know, John, you, you talked about people's mindset and how they buy into this, like this political dogma and right, right versus left. I think we saw the very most blatant example of how brainwashed and obtuse people have become over this thing with Trump. Now, I'm no Biden fan either, so don't try to put me in a box. Oh, you're a liberal. Oh, you're a conservative. I'm I'm a political atheist. I don't believe none of them. But for four years, we have suffered a man who is obviously mentally unstable, who thinks the laws and rules don't apply to him because he's rich, and he's been a bully all of his life. We've seen this man say and do things that has made the country cringe in embarrassment, We thought George Doofus Bush was bad. This guy makes him look like Einstein. This is one of the most inept, incompetent people to ever obtain that office. And now we're going to be faced with Biden and that bunch. And John's absolutely right. The Republicans deal with things out of the country, the Democrat wing of this one-party system deals with things inside the country. One of Biden's first things is disarming the American public. Now, understand, they don't care how many guns you've got or how much ammo you've got. They don't care because they make weapons that make those guns look like pea shooters. It is the psychological effect of striking down the Second Amendment the the one amendment everybody clings to in one way or another as the underpinning to that constitution, your right to defend yourself, not against deer and rabbit and bear, but against a tyrannical government. You take that away, and you brought the country to its knees. That's why they're after it. That's why they want to strike it down, this thing of the capital being breached by this bunch of... Uh, for God's sake, where did they drag these people up from? I... Well, anyway, that aside, and them openly carrying arms, which they have a right to do, but they came there on a mission of aggression. They built a, a, a gallows and hung a noose from it. They were going to hang Mike Pence, threatening to slit the throat of Nancy Pelosi. Now I've got no love loss for these people, but I'm sorry you don't do this. And yet, the military didn't show up for four hours, and Pence had to beg them to come. Trump would not bring them, the National Guard. The Pentagon finally agreed. Joint chiefs finally agreed, and four hours later, they showed up. In the meantime, our elected officials are held hostage. They're threatened with their lives. And quite frankly, that's rather ironic. They do it to us all the time. But anyway, um, this was a setup. It was a setup in where they dug these people. You look at this, they look like a bunch of homeless people that hadn't bathed or dressed in months. Screaming and hollering broke into the White House. And we're supposed to think this is okay. Why, you know, they're arresting some of those people now. Well, imagine that. And, But this was, I believe, a test run. My point here is is this. If the public does not let go of this phony right versus left thing because they just play good cop, bad cop, and bat us back and forth, if they don't let this go and figure out that it's us out here in no man's land against them up there in the golden circle in D.C. and all their buddies, if you don't figure that out and stand up, we're, we're sunk. We are absolutely sunk. And it just, um, you know, it just uh, is too much sometimes for uh, people to understand there is no two parties. There is no two parties. There's only one, and it's them against us. As far as this vaccine thing goes, my experience with government over these years has been this. Anytime they came out with something that could benefit people, Could have been a boon to us. Could have been something useful. Let's take GPS, for example. This was actually, at its base, a very good idea, especially up in the northern states, where you could get caught on the highway in a blizzard and they could locate you that way, yada, yada. But it quickly was converted to something else. Now it's just a tracking device to keep track of you. And all of these things are put into place. The unwarranted surveillance, recording of phone calls, every message read... Every piece of mail scanned. What part of this makes you think you have any freedom? Why are you being surveilled? Are you a terrorist? No, you're not. Are you a terrorist? And now we have this man coming into the White House who actually wrote the Patriot Act. He had brought it out about six months before 911, couldn't get anywhere with it. It was simply retitled, a little bit of rewording, and thrown on the floor as the Patriot Act. This is who is going to be in the office of president the patriot act was the first open major volley against constitutional rights and protections passed by the senate signed by the president every time the word terrorism or terrorist was mentioned there was a direct volley against your rights it wasn't anything about foreigners it wasn't anything about you know foreign interlopers coming in and doing something was about it was about us It was about, it was passed without being read. One representative, Cynthia McKinney, stood up and objected, and they drummed her out of the house for doing so. We we are in a terrible place here. We're at the end of whatever this game is. This vaccine that they're calling it is the linchpin. And it will turn you into a walking ATM. They will be able to, uh, through artificial intelligence and computers, manage your whole life, including all your internal systems, everything. This is the, the end stage. Don't take that vaccine. I'm telling you, don't take it. If enough of us refuse, they're going to be in trouble. Um, because their plan isn't going to be going as anticipated. They thought people would be flocking to get it, and in some cases it appears that they are, and they show people backed up waiting to get their vaccine. Uh huh. Well, where's the other 999,000 people? They're at home going, I'm not taking that vaccine. And I say, there's nothing in it that says vaccine anyway, uh, that you could even pass off as being a vaccination. Uh, any vaccine is basically intended, as John said, to do numerous things, but most primarily to sterilize. And it doesn't it doesn't prevent anything. But these Moderna and Pfizer vaccines, they said they hoped that the effects of the first jab lasted hopefully two weeks. But they weren't sure. So you're going to allow them to inject you with this toxic cocktail. Alter your DNA, insert this nanogel that's going to grow in your body like a virus. And for two weeks of protection against a virus, they admit they cannot isolate or identify it. And then you have to go back and get a second one. And then they hope the effects of that last six months. I'm sorry, you don't risk my life for that. I'm sorry, you just don't. But we're going to see a large number of people die. And they're going to say, oh, it was COVID. The new variant strains, that's what it was. <clears throat> we got to them too late. They already had COVID when we gave them the vaccine. Oh, then why'd you give it to them? I don't know what to tell you people out there. I've listened to John give some of the most scholarly talks on various issues. Uh, agendas, programs I, I, I've listened to college professors that can't come anywhere close to him don't have near the, the information, the research the knowledge you've been told if you are still thinking you need to get this vaccine then by all means step right up there and get it you go first, if you survive it I'll think about it, but I don't think you will We've got people dying. We've got people paralyzed. We've got people seizing and in convulsions. We've got people who've got facial paralysis. Uh, All kinds of things are happening to them because we actually do not know what is in this shot they are giving you. We don't know. But we do know plastic is in there. And I'm still questioning, why would that be in there? But anyway, this whole mess in D.C., I I always look at it from a distance. I don't feel a part of it. It's not a part of my life. But these are the people who are pulling the strings on my life and your life. And none of it is to benefit you. Any little breadcrumb they give you always comes with a lot of dead weight. A lot of things that are not going to do you any good. And it's going to hurt you and it's going to hurt your family. But as John said, this is a depopulation agenda, at first and foremost. So I figure in a generation or two, we're not going to have to worry about it anyway, because there ain't going to be too many of us here. But I, I, these are just such tragic days. Such tragic. And where is the fight? I want to know, John, where is the fight? I was talking to some younger people earlier today, and I talked about the 60s and 70s, and how college campuses were hotbeds of protests. This is how we got the Vietnam War stopped. Um, You know, there was a lot of political change going, protests all over the country. People marched. They did what they had to do to stand up and say, no, you're not doing this to us or you're not going to implement this or that. And now I look around and the only thing anybody will get upset about is if you take their cell phone away from them. Otherwise, it's the, well, what are you going to do? Well, there's nothing you can do about it. Well, sit there like a toad. Sit there. They're going to take your cell phone anyway. You just don't know it yet. But I've just never seen anything like this. I think this is the, the epitome in case studies of mind control. I have never seen people so apathetic, so unwilling to stand up and fight for their very lives, for their very lives, for their families. I I don't understand it. John, we've got about, oh, what is it, five minutes left here. Why don't you give our listeners where all else you broadcast and your website and so on?
0: I'll do that, but I do want to cover one other issue, though. Folks, you need to look and see some of these videos out there that they're showing people where you have these quote-unquote leaders getting a quote-unquote injection, and it's pathetically Uh obvious (laughs) they're not getting it. I mean, it's literally in your face. And don't even get me started with Fauci, because he couldn't even remember which arm he got it in. That's a coincidence. They're telling you something. But you see, here you are. Your mind is conditioned to believe what they show you. This isn't the first time they've done that crap. They did it before too. The King of Rock and Roll was brought out to pursue injections. They injected him too, so that people would be willing to go out and get theirs also. Well if the king got it, Elvis Elvis got his. Then it must be okay. Marketing one oh one, ladies and gentlemen. Marketing one oh one. What I want for my country and for these people that are here and listening and everybody that's going to listen after this. Best you can a very positive, upbeat attitude, even in this time of deep despair and distraught in the society that you're living in. Because they're keeping us in a proverbial state of fear, like I keep reminding everybody, a trauma-based mind control. But we can overcome the fear. We can do it using logic, reason, critical thinking skills. And remember, folks, you're not alone. They want you to be alone. This is why they keep you separated. This is why they've muzzled you. They don't want you to realize your absolute power. See, they're powerless and they know it. All they have is a propaganda arm and an army. And you say, well, that's an awful lot, John. I'm not saying it can't be uh, a problem because I know I've been made it abundantly clear it is. But even saying that, if enough people can wake up, maybe there's a shot. But you folks better think about maybe having to deem out of town. Because honestly, that might be the only chance you get to get away from this. And you may not get away from it eventually. Sooner or later, it might still show up at your front door. But if you're more interested in your family than you are in the things of this world, then you better look at options. Now, if you don't care about yourself or your family, then just go on and go back to sleep. Can't teach you nothing. It's fine. Anyway... If you appreciate my content, you can find me on uh, Facebook. uh, First name John, J-O-H-N, last name Lecron, L-E-C-K-R-O-N-E. You can also find me, I have my own YouTube channel. Same thing, just use my uh, name, type it in, it should pull it up. I'm dealing with a lot of censorship, folks, but if you want to know what I'm thinking, there it is. You can also find me here on Blog Talk. I do shows all the time with Marty. You Just look under her stuff, and... uh, You can also find me, of course, uh, with Kyla Davenport, because I'll be going over there in a couple minutes as soon as I hang up with Marty here. But I would again like to remind each and every one of you folks, you need to send a contribution to Marty for all that she's doing. Because believe you me, she's doing a lot. Know that I love y'all. I have nothing but the highest hopes for my country and my fellow men and women that are out there. Our young people need and deserve a good world to live in. I intend to do my best to give it to them. God help us. Good night, y'all.
1: Good night, John. I want to remind everyone these shows are brought to you in coordination with Marcel Reed and the Whistleblower Summit, an annual event in Washington, D.C., I don't know that we'll be out there this year again after all of this mess. Um, But we'll still have a video up on it. Uh, We'll have something out there. But anyway, uh, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. I'm sorry a lot of you uh, were messaging me. You couldn't get on the board. You couldn't get in. The lines were full. You can still listen on the net or by phone, even if you can't actually get called into the show. Um, and the shows are always available in archive 24-7, so you can listen at your convenience. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and making this such a big show. Uh, take the information you were given and run with it. It's the only protection you've got. We'll talk to you all later. Be back next Monday night. With John schooling us on something else. We'll talk to you then. Good night, everyone.